Hey there, welcome to Systematize Your Thoughts, the podcast. I'm your host, Stina Marie. I equip busy, high-powered women to improve their lives and their bottom lines. If you're here because you want to get rid of anxiety, raise your standards, and say hello to guilt-free pleasure, you're in the right place. And if you haven't already grabbed the Systematize Your Thoughts flowchart, it's 100% free, and you can find it at systematizeyourthoughts.com. With that flowchart in hand, you'll be able to shift your mind in minutes and get out of those crazy-making, anxious thought loops so that you can take the drama and pressure out of life and relationships. Let's get this show on the road. Hello, hello. How are you today? I am very hot, soaking up some sun and enjoying summer. And here to deliver my audio blog for you this week. We're talking about excusing boundary violating behavior. So here we go. Never give a man credit for more than he gets you. If he shows you who he is, believe him. Don't justify or excuse his behavior on the basis of his ignorance or even, no, especially on the basis of his good intentions. While you may do this for a small child who truly does not know better yet, a grown man no longer deserves these same graces. As we grow up, we learn that if our thoughts, which are our intentions, do not match our actions, then we are out of our own control. So let me read that again. If your thoughts, which are your intentions, If those thoughts do not match your actions, then you're out of control. You are out of your own control. A man who cannot control himself and appropriately direct his actions so that they accurately reflect his intentions is not someone I would recommend engaging in a relationship of any kind with. If he, quote, forgets your boundaries, he is still violating you. No means no, and it only needs to be said once. If he questions your boundaries because you were not specific enough, he is still violating you. No means no, and it can be said clearly in many different ways. If he harasses you about your boundaries, repeatedly asking the same question, or slight variations of the same question, he is still violating you. No means no, and you are the only one who should be initiating changing your no. Simply put, it is emotional deafness to not hear a no when it is said. I want to add just a quick thought here. When someone doesn't understand your boundary, It is their responsibility to clarify that with you if they feel uncertain. So, I have watched excusing happen in my own relationships and in the relationships of my friends. For me, this came from the belief that it was my job to uphold the reputation of men in my life. I saw any direct critique of their choices or actions as an unjustified attack on men. 
I didn't feel like my perspective or voice was valid. Whatever negative thing I had to say was just complaining and gossip. If I wanted to uplift men, then I needed to behave in a way that would, quote, bring them to Christ and cause them to repent. It wasn't my job to point out a wrong explicitly because that would have been me leading and a woman leading was unacceptable. In many of the books I read that influenced my early relationships, almost all of them religious, I learned that speaking poorly about any man would make me a contentious and ungodly woman. So I protected men from accountability for their actions with my silence, while protecting myself from attack, too. Now, I'm okay with not being nice. Nice is just a lie we tell to control other people anyways. The etymology of nice includes words such as foolish, ignorant, frivolous, senseless, careless, clumsy, weak, poor, needy, simple, stupid, silly, ignorant, unaware, and not knowing. Being a weak woman who is nice to protect men and to protect herself just isn't worth it anymore. So why bother? I have the boundaries of a B-I-T-C-H, a being in total control of herself, and I no longer diminish them. When my boundaries have been violated, I can acknowledge that and respond in a productive way. And by productive, I don't mean palatable or perfect. Sometimes the most productive response is not responding to the person at all. My communication has become more direct. When I see someone preying on my people-pleasing weakness, I don't blame. I simply state what I see, what I don't like, ask them to respect my clear boundary, and state what I will do if that is not respected. I practice this with everyone in my life, even my lover and best friends. Regardless of the action I take, I can move through the energy of the violation with my power intact instead of waiting for the other person to restore it to me. So that is my audio blog for this week. I hope that you enjoyed it. And the next blog I have coming out is about waiting on apologies. So if there is somebody that you are waiting for closure with, a relationship that you still have resentment or bitterness or a grudge in, then you definitely want to stay tuned for that episode. And I would love to hear what you think about this. If you're on my email list, you've gotten a little preview of this audio blog in your email and just go ahead and reply to that. If you're not on the list, you can head over to systematizeyourthoughts.com to grab your free flowchart and get on the list. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. I would really appreciate it if you would leave me a review in iTunes. It helps other people find the show and it lets me know what you love. So go ahead and hit that five stars leave me some feedback. I would love to hear from you. Catch you on the next episode.